Hello, Emma Mae Dinkins here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. Emma Mae Jenkins here to welcome your incredible on purpose and significant self to the Have You Heard podcast episode two. What on earth? How are we already here in episode two? Friends, I'm just so excited to get right on into it today. So if faith comes by hearing, let's grab our headphones and get into the word. Okay, so there's a lot of injustice, a lot of hatred, a lot of violence being exposed, a lot of hurting hearts being exposed in this time and being communicated very loudly in our culture. And so I want to take today to acknowledge that. I don't have all the answers, but there are some things that I do know. And I want to share with you today in hopes that what I do know encourages you and meets you right where you are and helps you move forward in the right direction. So to my brothers and sisters, as you are being made aware of the hurting hearts, the racial injustice, the violence that's going on in our world, and you're seeking out, okay, how do I respond well? How do I navigate through this with wisdom? How do I walk through this in a way that I'll be thankful later that I walked through it that way. Um, I'm just going to share with you what I'm currently doing, what I'm currently seeking to live out. And I pray that it helps you as you navigate through that to do the right thing. So the first thing that I'm doing and I'm encouraging you to do as well is to love God and to love people. And when I was thinking through this simple yet (laughs) very much a deep deep point, I thought of the Martin Luther King Jr. quote where he says, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. So I'm going to share some scripture with y'all that align with this quote by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. John 1 5 says that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. Romans 12, 21 says, don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. So basically saying, Paul is saying, you can't conquer evil with evil, conquer evil with good. Matthew 22 verses 37 through 40, Jesus says, the most important commandment is this, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. So the first thing that I want to share with you that I know I'm seeking to live out is love. Love God and love people. As believers in Christ, we are the light of the world and we show the world who God is by how we love people. Jesus said that they will know you are my disciples by your love. That's pretty powerful. In 2 Corinthians 5, we hear Paul say that Christ's love compels us. What would it look like for your life to be compelled by the love of Jesus? It later goes on to say in verse 21 that we are ambassadors of Christ. Like God is making his appeal through us. That's pretty powerful, sweet friends. Like to be an ambassador of someone or to be an ambassador of something means that you represent it. So as believers, as children of God, 
You are representing Christ because the Holy Spirit lives in you. If you have believed in Christ, surrendered to him as your Lord and Savior, and you are living in surrender to him, you are his ambassador. You're representing to the world who he is and what he looks like. Love God and love people. It's so simple, but it can so easily be made complicated. But to be simple does not mean to be easy. It's not easy because it requires for us to die to ourself. It's no longer we who live, Galatians 2.20, but it is Christ who lives in us. It is love who lives in us. And for me to live out love means for me to surrender to him and let him guide me along the right path for the honor of his name. I choose to love. It's a choice. I deny myself, pick up my cross, and I follow the Lord. And that looks like loving the person in front of me, even if I disagree with them. Even if they may not look like me, I'm going to love them anyway. It does not matter what they look like, what their ethnicity is, what their background is, what their status is. I'm going to love them. Why? Because Christ first loved me. No questions asked. And you may be asking, Emma, what what is love? Like, that sounds nice, but what does it mean to love? 1 Corinthians 13 verses 4 through 8 says, Love is patient. Love is kind. It is not self-seeking, and it doesn't boast. It is not proud. It doesn't dishonor other people. It doesn't keep a record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but it rejoices in the truth. Love always protects. It always hopes. It always trusts. It always perseveres. And it never fails. When I love people, I'm being able to show them what God looks like. Love. Love God and love people. The second thing that I know and am putting into practice is prayer. I'm praying for myself, I'm praying for the church, and I'm praying for the world. I'm praying for myself in the sense that, God, first off, Psalm 139, search my heart and know me. I believe it's verses 23 to 24. Search my heart, God, and know me. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's anything in me that offends you, anything in me that doesn't align with your word, anything in me that doesn't please your heart and remove it, prune it away. Because if it doesn't please you, then I don't want it here, God. Forgive me of my sinful ways. Create in me a clean heart and renew in me a right spirit and lead me in the way everlasting. I've also been praying over myself, God, how are you calling me to respond to what's happening in our world? Because I know that you have made me uniquely, you have made me purposefully, you have made me for such a time as this with intention to speak out, to be a vessel of your voice in a way that is unique because you've made me unique. So God, show me how you have wired me to be a vessel of your heart for such a time as this. And I'm yours. Here I am, God. Send me. Send me. I'm praying for the church. I'm praying that the church would be what God has called the church to be, his ambassadors, as we referred to earlier, that as the church, as his bride, we would love him and love people, that we would be on our knees, humble ourselves before the Lord and walk in humility alongside other people, that we would be the light of the world, a city built on a hill that cannot be hidden, that we would be the salt of the earth, that we would be a vessel of that light that shines in the darkness. 
Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. We are his children, so may we make peace, and may we seek peace and pursue it. May we love people genuinely, walk in harmony with other people. Speak up for those who can't speak for themselves. Be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Be holy as he is holy. I'm praying for the church. I'm also praying for the world. I'm praying comfort over the hearts that are hurting, comfort over the hearts that are broken. God says in Psalm 34, 18, that he is near the brokenhearted and he saves the Christian spirit. I'm praying for purity over the hearts of the world. I'm praying over those in this world that don't know God and I pray salvation over them, that they would come to know him. I'm praying in Jesus' name that those who do know God in this world, that they would grow in their relationship with him. I'm praying that God would bring justice where justice is due. In scripture, we read about the power of prayer. Colossians 4, 2 says, devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. In Ephesians six eighteen, Paul says, now pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests and keep in mind to pray for all the Lord's people. In 1 Thessalonians five seventeen. Paul says, never stop praying. And in James 5, 16, we read that the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. In James 4, we know that if we draw near to God, he'll draw near to us. So I'm drawing near to God. I love how in Hebrews 4, we know that we can boldly approach God's throne of grace and ask him for help in our time of need. So boldly approach God's throne in prayer. You're listening to the Converge Podcast Network. And now a message from one of our network supporters. And the third thing is this, and it applies to loving God and loving people. And it's been mentioned in the previous statements regarding prayer. But it is hear, listen, and learn. Be quick to hear, listen, and be eager to learn. And I think it's really sweet and timely that this podcast is launching in the time that our culture, that our world is walking through, because this podcast is called the Have You Heard Podcast. And that title reigns so true in this time where I believe it is a great time to be quick to hear, to sit down with those who don't look like you, to sit down with those who may not think the same way that you do, to sit down with those who may not agree with the same things you agree with, but to listen, to empathize, to mourn with those who mourn, and to rejoice with those who rejoice. Be quick to listen, James 1.19 says. Be slow to speak and slow to become angry. That goes right in line with loving people because love is patient. <laughs> And it made me think of Philippians 2, verses 3 through 5, where Paul says, Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Oh, man, that just got deep. Don't look out only for your own interest because it's not all about you, my friend. But take an interest in others, too. I'm telling you, there is refreshment in seeking out to refresh other people. There is a breath of fresh air that just infuses my lungs whenever I seek out to encourage people to build other people up and I take the attention off of myself, not in an insecure way, 
but in a healthy, this other person matters to me type of way. In Philippians 2, 3 through 5, it continues to say, have the same attitude, have the same mindset as Christ. And what was his mindset? That he humbled himself. He was equal with God, but he did not consider that something to cling to. And he humbled himself, made himself obedient, even to the point of dying on a cross. And he rose again three days later. Oh, praise God. And now Jesus, he is the name that is placed above every name upon which every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Every knee will bow, meaning every color of skin, every ethnicity, every human being on the entire planet. There will come a day where we will all bow down and declare that Jesus Christ is Lord and he reigns on high. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. So these are the three things I know. There's a lot that I don't know, but God knows all things. His ways are higher than my ways and his thoughts are higher than my thoughts. And so as I'm seeking him to gain guidance, to walk through this successfully, to walk through this in a helpful way, to walk through this in the way that he designed me to walk through it, I'm asking him to teach me. And these are the three things I know, to love God and to love people, to pray, pray for myself because I need it, to pray for the church because the church needs it, and to pray for the world because the world needs it, and to listen, be quick to listen. I can learn a lot from people. Let me tell you something. I can learn a lot from people who don't think like I think. I can learn a lot from people who don't look like what I look like. I can learn a lot from people who don't have the same background that I have. And I want to learn more about the hearts of people. That's what Jesus cared about. Man, Jesus cared about some people. He sat down with the Samaritan woman. To culture, that was a big no-no because he was a man sitting with a woman. One. Two, he was a Jew sitting with a Samaritan. That was just not okay. Jesus sat down with the sinners. He asked fishermen and doubters and tax collectors and a demon-possessed woman to walk alongside him. Jesus was so good at how he loved people. I love in 1 Samuel 16, 7 that God says, I don't look at the things people look at. For people look at the outward appearance, but I look at the heart. May we be a people who sees as God sees. Because although other people may not look like you, we are all made in the image of God. Genesis 1:27 God made man and woman in his image in the image of God he made man and woman that's powerful <laughs> that makes me smile so big i believe that god created diversity for unity not for division so i want to leave y'all with this as y'all are seeking out how to respond well how to navigate through what's happening in our world right now well i encourage you to love god and love people i encourage you to seek the lord in prayer and I encourage you to listen, be eager to learn, humble yourself and acknowledge the fact that you don't know everything. And there's a lot that you have room to grow in. And that's beautiful. I do too. Y'all are absolutely beautiful and incredible. I'm so proud of you and I love you so much. Thank y'all so much for tuning in today. And don't forget how awesome you are. Bye, sweet people.
I pray blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.